Chardon, is there anything you'd like to to wet our whistles with this week? Not really. I was gonna say, you know, the the national tragedy. Obviously, it was gonna come oh, home, yeah. and and then it didn't. And obviously, I I, I mean, I'm not a football supporter. No. I don't care. But you get wound up in it, don't you? You do, and and I'm always thinking of the wider context mm-hmm. of like you can't ignore that it's the most popular sport. And uh, when uh, a group of very nice young black men missed a bunch of penalties, oh, my, bl- my blood ran cold because I'm like, Jesus you know Christ. exactly what's coming. So I know. I just went through the whole sort of tournament, or at least the second half of the tournament, just constantly hearing on repeat from my dad, "You're watching history being made." <laughs> This is historic. You've got to watch it. History's being made. So uh, someone I, pointed out that the female team got through to the final of the Euros like much more recently. Like, but yeah, sure. Yeah, history's yeah, sure. being made for the men. The his, yeah, the history being made is that there was a simple Virgil for a woman that was murdered a few months ago. Yeah, and my so God. much police brutality that people got properly beaten up. But when hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people descend upon London and start smashing up theatres and stuff. That's fine. Yeah, that's, that's fine. That was one of the most comprehensive policing events that they successfully did in recent years. Yeah, fuck off, Cressida. Do you know what, babes? I'm all right with it. I'm absolutely fine with hearing any of your rhetoric. However, the pictures of the man with a flare in his asshole did entertain me. Oh, my God. I thought, you wanker, I hope it burnt. I hope you've got... <laughs> that is the definition of an incoming ring sting. Okay, that is, <laughs> I couldn't help but laugh at that. I thought, that's British culture. That's going to be on newspapers globally because it's... Forever. Yeah. It'll be like hashtag Britain. Yeah. That guy thought, with the flare you. up his ass. Thanks, everybody, for your time <laughs> in this. Somebody somebody put together like a timeline of what that guy had done that day. <laughs> yes. Basically, he'd been like <laughs> drinking since fucking 9am. Yeah, snorting cocaine. Snorting like three kilos of coke or something. <laughs> So I wasn't going to participate in the football and the only yeah. match I did watch was the final one. But the chef bullied me to going mm-hmm. to his pub and my dad was down as well. And again, not a football watcher, but we must be complicit in the mm-hmm. national insanity. So we went. It was fucking loud and obnoxious. And it, eventually a group of us who knew the staff went and watched it in a different room. Nice. But... but um. We, we went back into the main room for the whole penalties and like when I get nervous I just laugh like, <laughs> so when so when we lost that last penalty yeah. and the room just went deathly silent <laughs> and I just got the giggles I was just oh, like this is no. all these fucking hipstery blokes were just yeah. so Raging. miserable they were just like oh, what a waste of time what a bunch of cunts no, marching up to the bar, being like, "Want to settle up my tab, please? Go home." Like, my God, the thing is, like, do you think people forget that sometimes? And this is, you know, obviously, I'm a very wise old woman, but I think some people care too much about the end. They don't. They forget how good the journey was. Like the how... real football was the friends we made along yeah. the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I don't know. For me, obviously, I've not really seen my dad for a really long time he was here for a month and we watched all of the England matches together and it was just like it was really lovely to spend that time and I think as well for him doing something that usually I 
wouldn't give two shits about. But yeah. my God, we had to watch every match with my nan, and fuck me, what a waste of time it is having her in a room watching them. What's happened? <laughs> Who's that? What's gone on? Why has this happened? Have we scored? Did we score? Oh, they scored. Did they score? Oh no, why is there a whistle? Why isn't there a whistle? Well, we've got a free kick. Oh no, they've got a free kick. Oh, why have they got a free kick? And I'm like, watch the match, Nanny. She's like, I am watching. I'm like, okay, well then pay fucking attention because you're ruining it. Like, it's already something that I can't... You're ruining it! I can't be too bothered about watching, but your incessant bleating all the time. She basically missed... (laughs) Every single goal we scored during the tournament, the fucking woman missed. Every single one. Every single... She'd either be in the toilet or, or looking at her phone. What happened? We we scored. Did we? I didn't see it because you were looking at your fucking phone. Oh, well, I guess we must have been mistaken then. I yeah. guess all the people cheering in the stadium. Fooled ya. Ha ha ha. And every... Honestly, every match, if I told her once, I told her a thousand times. Look at them. Not a single mask. Nanny, I also don't agree with the fact that they're not wearing masks, but it's fucking part of a pilot scheme. They apparently all have to have negative tests or whatever it is. They are allowed to not wear masks. Five minutes later, it would pan to the crowd. Look at them. Not a single one wearing a mask. My God, I will kill you in your sleep, old woman. I will kill you in your fucking sleep. Honestly, any time... There was, or there'd be someone wearing a mask, and she'd go, look, that one's wearing a mask. My Christ! My Christ! My Christ! I'll kill you! I mean, I don't, like, it's pretty disgusting that, like, uh, like a day before the, the, the match, you've got people who get married and they're only allowed to have yeah. three people there. Oh. And then you've got all these sweaty football fans, like, rubbing their moves together. Yeah, morally it was stadium. absolutely horrific. I, do, I did not... But also, not... if you're going to moan about it, moan, it, moan, yeah. moan about it once. Like, you know, nothing is... Every time, happened. every time. All that was going to happen was she's just making her way to a slower death. I did, at, I don't know if I told you this, but I did at one point... <laughs> Oh god, it was so. Do you know when you I'm still laughing about? I'll kill you in your sleep. Honestly, do you know when you get to a point where like the rage sits within you and it just comes out and it becomes spite? Honestly, yeah. she was going. She's one of her favorite topics is about how sad she is that we can't own our own homes, right? Because we, you know, it's a, we're priced out. Blah 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 blah. Like the economy okay. is against us. I'm like, okay, boomer, you bought your house for a penny fuck off like stop going on at me like but she she also poses it sometimes as it's like our generation just aren't savers i'm like no okay i'm gonna tell you now the cost of living versus my salary means that i have x amount of money left at the end of the month i want to live independently i know that i made this decision of living alone, renting, knowing that that would prevent me from being able to save in any meaningful way. I know that. I'm aware of it. But she keeps going on about it. And honestly, the other week, I just sat there. I just looked, She was going on and on and on about it. And it's like, well, when are you ever going to get a deposit? Like, and I just went, well, hurry up and die. she is just she's like one of those birds you know like one of those desk um buddy birds that just goes just keeps 
going up and down and yeah. up and down. Like it, ne- it's never ending. Like it's just I a think, slow drip I, I, of just shit. And and she just sort of laughed and went, "Oh, I don't know which one that, which one of us that was aimed at." And I just went, "I take either of you. Just leave me alone." podcast dedicated to those moments in life so tragic so embarrassing so pathetic so frustrating that the only solace is that they make a good story we are your hosts Chardon and Freuda I, I have to start by saying I, I visited my mum today and Did she you? was so excited she was like have you heard from Freuda and I was like no what has happened and mum goes oh my god wait wait till you see wait till you see um and she fannies around on her TV for ages and she pulls up a clip of Coronation Street last night. And all that happens in the clip is that they use the word Schadenfreude. <laughs> <laughs> Which my mum didn't realise was a word. She thought the pseudonyms we'd come up with ourselves for Schadenfreude yeah. were just silly names. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah. Schadenfreude is a, a word for the German word for happiness the misfortune of others. And, um, uh, and, and I was like, oh, that's cool. And she was like, oh, I just didn't realise it was a word. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, that's sweet. So so I said, why would, so did you tell Freuda before you told me? Why would Freuda know and I don't? And she went, oh, I thought maybe Freuda watches the soap. So I know Freuda's mum watches the soap. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, But Freuda's mum doesn't know about this either. Yeah, so. exactly. And so Freuda is also, Freuda doesn't watch fucking Coronation no. Street because she's not 50. And also, even so, you would just be like, oh, it's that word. Yeah. That we both know. BT Dubs, We're Famous, was referenced in Coronation Street last night. Oh, my God. Imagine. That would be me. I mean, that would be my reaction. Her level of excitement. I was like, have they used a clip of our podcast (laughs) in Coronation Street? Oh, God, love her. Absolutely love her. It was sweet. I'm glad she's excited about that because she never listens to the bloody thing. No. Okay. Um, Well, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Actually, that's a really good place for us to start. Has there been any indication that anybody listened to your, your knee crease? Oh, no. No, no, my Nikaris secret is still a secret. Okay. Chef has not listened to any more of the podcast that I know of. Um, and no one has let slip to him either. So that is a, a secret for another day. Okay, excited. excited you will all be the that. first to know. I'm so happens. keen. I just, I really hope, I really, really hope it happens whilst I remember about it. Because Do you know what it'll probably be? It'll be like, so uh, we're due to get married next year, and maybe the night before our wedding, he he's nervous and he can't sleep, so he stays up late and he <laughs> sits by the window and looks out at the stars and thinks about how nervous he is. And to calm himself, maybe he's like, I just want to hear Chardon's voice. And so he does <laughs> the podcast, and he lovingly catches up with the whole series, and then it gets to episode eight or whatever it was, and, <laughs> and it's just like, what? <laughs> She lied about the car keys. I mean, tur- and then he'll turn up on our wedding day and, like, and then to leave me at the altar. <laughs> so you had an experience this week, which is a, uh, a crime watch recreation of something that happened to me a few years ago. Honestly. I don't know the details, but no. I do know. That no. something happened and you injured your knee. Yes, so I mean, I'm gonna, st- I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna paint a picture of, um, do it of uh, 
context here. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring in the context because I'm gonna say the last two weeks haven't been rosy. I mean, we all know what I did a few weeks ago, and I was lamenting it in the last podcast, and it's just gone downhill from there, really. <coughs> so, um, a couple of weeks back, I'd probably told you because I don't have a lot going on, and, and to me, it's interesting. I ordered a new mattress. I got one of those lovely Emma mattresses online. Um, and I was very excited and it was a quick delivery and they also offered a service where they take away your old mattress. It's like fucking amazing. I'm, I'm winning at life. I'm being such a grown up. I'm, I'm ordering a new mattress. So mattress arrives. I'm very excited on Instagram. New mattress day. Boom, boom, boom. Hey, hey, hey. Open up the mattress, which by the way, when you're unfurling a mattress from a box in a very small bedroom, it was so fucking hard i've literally got it on the bed frame sort of like kicking it through the box like i've had to open up the other side and i'm like trying to <laughs> like shake it down and then kick it it's fucking impossible and i open up the mattress i unfurl it and i just sort of look at it and i go oh something's not right here it's not it's not but like they're all supposed to inflate because they've been crammed into this box and, and i'm sort of looking yeah. at it and i'm watching it inflate and i'm like Ooh, it's going up but it's not. not going out and <laughs> I don't know sent me the wrong one and then I look on the box and I'm like what the fuck is a small double I'm like why would I they sent me the wrong fucking one at which point I start to panic and I go on my order and I see I've ordered a small double what the mm. fuck is a small double when that's at home I don't know and so I've, I've ordered this small double but then it dawns on me that they've taken away my old mattress <laughs> oh no so I'm like what the fuck and the thing with Emma the, I mean I should probably stop saying the brand because they're not sponsoring me it was awful um, is everything is online you cannot you cannot speak to anybody on the phone and it was like <sighs> if you had if you wanted to order a mattress you could use their little chat function but if you have ordered a mattress you had to send them an email so nice. I was like, just like desperately like Someone take away this mattress that I didn't want that's still in the packaging and I I just give me a double, just just send me a double, swap it over, I'll pay the difference, like blah blah blah. Eventually the next day, because at this point I couldn't sleep on the mattress. Right? And it was such thick plastic that I couldn't even try to you know like chuck just put a sheet over it. it. Yeah. yeah it so, so where did thick. you sleep? On the sofa? No, on the floor, because I have a two seater oh. sofa. So I had to make myself a little bed out of pillows for three nights. For three oh, fucking no. nights. <laughs> so oh. I've got all this back and forth and they're like, you cannot order a new mattress because they did this whole finance thing. Like you cannot order a new mattress until we've received the old mattress. Okay. Right. And they've processed a refund, which would be ten days after collection. They only collected the fucking mattress yesterday. So I had to buy a brand new mattress, which finally came on Friday. And But yeah, for three nights I had to sleep in this little pillow. I've got a picture, I might put it on the Instagram, of this just pillow sort of bed that I had to make myself for three nights. Nothing ages you more than having to sleep <laughs> on the floor. And you're yeah. like, parts of your body are aching. I went for a run on Friday morning and I shit you not, I got 10 minutes in and my butt seized. <laughs> what do you mean? It seized like, too. It seized up like it cramped. My butt, my left butt cheek and my the top of my left thigh, the whole thing just cramped. Oh, it's sciatica, hun. Welcome to like, old age. 
Das hat wohl ich nicht. Und dann hat Papa eigentlich. Ein Stretch! Ein Stretch, goddammit! Literally, I was well hydrated, I'd stretched. I was like, there's no reason whatsoever why I should have cramp in my butt. And I was like, it's fucking floor bed, isn't it? That's what it is, it's floor bed. So anyway, so that, it quite nicely leads us on to, so Friday was a day of euphoria, because I thought I could finally sleep on a mattress. And then another delivery comes of my new bike. Yay! I bought myself a really cute leisure bike. It's like a burgundy red, it's high shine, it's like an old fashioned one with a little basket on the top and a cute little bell and blah blah, blah. it was super buzzing and I got that all set up on Friday. And on Saturday, I thought, I'm going to take my new bike out for a little ride because I've not actually ridden a bike for about 15 years. And they don't say it's like riding a bike for no reason, you know, supposed to be a very well-known fact that it's easy like riding a bike. So I take my bike on a little ride and I go down to, we've got like this really nice little like brook greenway thing near where I live and I thought I'll go there because there's no cars there's usually not a lot of people around like there's also some really good stretches where I can just sort of get the feel for the bike blah blah blah. what I hadn't done was actually I'd there's a couple things to preface here I hadn't tightened up the seat properly so when I'd put down the seat I then adjusted the angle and I hadn't tightened that up properly I obviously didn't know this before I'd started riding. So I'm riding along on my bike, and I'm not going to lie, I was I was a bit shaky, but, you know, I thought, I'm getting the hang of this, I'm getting the hang of this, and I come to this bit, again, there's no one around, there's no cars, I'm not anywhere near a road, but there was an overgrown bush. <laughs> yeah. So because it's quite, I, like, it's quite nice data place, it's, it's also the council's demise, and obviously they've not cut back this bush or whatever. And it had started raining about five minutes before this, so it was quite oh, no. soggy. And there was this overgrown bush. And in hindsight, I should have got off of the bike and just walked around the bush. But I didn't. I thought, I can navigate this. I'm a seasoned cyclist now. I've been out on it for about half an hour. <laughs> I'm a pro. I'm a pro. I can navigate an overgrown bush. Mark fucking Cavendish. Yeah. Right um, yeah. So, top line of it is, I can't navigate a bush, apparently. So it kind of like happened in slow motion. I started to cycle around this bush. And then as I was sort of like, obviously did the the awful thing of where you, you know, sometimes like if you look, if you pay attention outside of where you're driving, you start to drift into that way. It was a bit like that. It's like my body had leaned away from the bush and I hadn't kept the bike straight. The bike started to go as well. I'm going to tell you now, I was going less than half a mile an hour. Like I was crawling around this bush. But that's more dangerous. You're more like Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. As we've discovered. Um, <laughs> and I'm doing this and then the bike seat just pinged up oh. as I was going around it, which then jolted me. My whole balance went off and in just like a sort of like, so like a... I just fell off of this bike in the slowest motion ever. I to the left, to the right, in to front, the left. behind. I just went yeah. down. I just went down like a sack of shit, very, very slowly, which is just worse because I could have put my foot out to stop myself, but I didn't. Um, <laughs> I chose not to. I just went with the fall, apparently. Um, okay. <laughs> and so I fell. My knee went into the pedal. 
and Aww. then everything else went onto my hip. So I'm a bit shaken. Like my dad, by the way, keeps calling it a trauma, which I think gives it way too much credence than it actually deserves. Like, is he being sarcastic? No, or? he's like, it's a trauma. You suffered a trauma. I was like, yeah, it was a very slow mo fall off a bike. If it's dad. if no, if it was bad enough that you needed stitches, your body yeah. does treat it like a trauma. Yeah. So, and then so I fell off my bike, and I was like oh, I've hurt myself here, or I feel like, and I felt really nauseous, and I was like, oh, I don't, I don't feel right. I knew my dad was in the area, so... 30 Daddy. years old, I literally called Where my dad. I called my dad, I was like, Dad, I've fallen off my bike, and I don't Can you come and get me, please? He was like, are you having me on? It's like, no, Dad, honestly, no. I've fallen off my bike. I've, I've actually, I've hurt myself. He's like, are you Jesus bleeding? Christ. Your dad's come over to the mainland for fucking mm-hmm. a month. And at that time, he said to rescue you because you're too drunk to drive. <laughs> that, that was at the beginning that, of his trip. And now yeah. he's had to, to rescue, rescue you because you've got a boo-boo on your knee. So he comes and gets me. And like, he's on the phone to me. So and he's like, are you bleeding? And I said... Well, yeah, and he's like, are you bleeding a lot? And I was like, well, yeah, because I'm very risk-adverse as a person. Like, okay, I do stupid things and get drunk and throw up in baths and send very precarious text messages, but I don't hurt myself. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm very cautious. So when Dad says to me, are you bleeding a lot? I'm like, well, fucking yes, for me I am. But also, like, so I was wearing leggings they hadn't, there, was, there wasn't there was a graze on them. There wasn't a puncture on them. Like, I was bleeding through the leggings. So I thought I'd yeah. just grazed it or whatever. But it really hurt. And I'm actually really fucking pleased I ended up getting stitches. Because he was a bit of a knob. I'm not going to lie. Because <laughs> he sort of showed up. I'm sat on this little wall with my helmet still on in what the rain. What did you want him to do about it? That's what I... Well, I couldn't walk home. Oh, you couldn't walk. So, and I was too far away. So I was like, I need you to come and get me, like, and take this bike because I can't, I can't walk home. Um, so he comes and gets me, so I'm sat on this little like wall, like a little fucking hobbit, like, Daddy, and he's <laughs> he's pissed, like he's so annoyed. It's like I cannot believe you've fallen off your bike and I'm having to pick you up. I was like, I'm really sorry, but I have hurt myself. We get home and he's still miffed. And he's like, sort of takes the bike into the garden and covers it all up for me. He's like, right, have a look at your knee before I go. And oh my God, I took down my leggings and I just started to panic. Because I'd expected to see a graze, but there was no knee where the knee was supposed to be. Like it just wasn't there. But I wasn't expecting it because there was nothing on my leggings, like except for blood. But like, I'm going to shout them out. Peachy lean leggings they're expensive but clearly worth it because i ended up <laughs> kept getting, everything in place it kept everything in place i'm wearing the leggings now there isn't even a thinning of the material where the trauma occurred phenomenal so good um then my dad takes me up to he's like no so i sort of then start I, to I, panic i might not keep it in but i need you to describe to me like how was there a flap was there a gri- it was a oh. hole there was a hole. Oh, and how deep was it? Well, I didn't spend too much time looking at it. I saw that there was okay. things that weren't there anymore that were supposed to be there. And obviously, I just went, Daddy! Daddy! I can't look, I can't look, you need to look, I can't look, I can't look. And 
bless him, he just comes into my bedroom and just really just slowly just pulls, because I just quickly pulled my leg in back yeah. up. So I was such a child about it. I was like, I cannot look. He came in, he just pulled it down. He went, right, okay. Um, we're going to have to go to A&E. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, that looks sore. Yeah, mm, okay, let's go to A&E. The and high-pitched parent. Yeah, because I'm, I'm just, pa- so I'm cute. spiralling. I'm like, because <laughs> I just never hurt myself. And he's like, so his caring, oh, we're going to have to go to A&E, lasted for about 10 seconds. Because he's like, right, that's it. Big girl pants on. Get in the car. <laughs> Where are your keys? Have you locked up? Have you got your mask? I was like, no, be kind to me again. I'm really injured. I don't, oh. And he was like, he was like, they'll probably just bandage it out nicely. I was like, oh, but it's going to hurt. It really hurts. I can feel the pain now. I feel like I'm going to throw up. He's like, make up hands. Make up hands. I was spiralling so badly. And he just went straight from concern and calm to basically shut the fuck up and get in the car drill sergeant <laughs> yeah right. so we get to the hospital and i'd, I'd calm down and i was like it's fine daddy's here like honestly <laughs> i've never been a child but in this instance i regressed so hard so I get to the hospital and we couldn't quite work out from the signage where i was supposed to go so dad went round to the main entrance. He was like, stay here, because I was really being pathetic. Like, I was really, was every walk, I was like, ow, oh, it's just, it really hurts. Oh, oh. I was, I, everyone's like, oh, you must have been so brave. I fucking wasn't. Like, I really fucking wasn't. So dad goes to the nurse at the reception, um, and because they were checking everybody's temperature and asking them, you know, COVID symptoms and stuff. And she started to talk. We went, oh, no, no, sorry. It's not for me. It's it's for my daughter. We just want to find out where to go. Um, She's fallen off her bike. And, you know, she's hurt her knee quite badly. And it just, I just wanted to check where she's supposed to go. And also she wanted to know if I could come with her. And the nurse just went, yeah, of course, of course. How old is she? And he just said, <laughs> <laughs> I just looked at her and went, 30. And he just said, Oh, oh, no, um, sorry, no, you'll have to wait for her. <laughs> oh, adorable, how old is she? Honestly. And so, yeah, I, um, so, yeah, I went to a and I came back with three gnarly stitches in my knee. The woman I had was fantastic. I stayed calm, I stopped crying. I stayed calm up until the point where I said to her, because no, she took, I I said to her, I said, how bad is the scar going to be? I'm not, you know, that aesthetically minded, but I thought, I just want to know how bad, do I need to invest in bio oil, essentially? How bad is the scar going to be? And she went, well, you have had quite a bit of skin loss. And I was like, what, excuse me? She's like, yeah, there's there's a skin loss. And I went, okay, sorry, and where is that skin now? (laughs) I was like... Where have I lost it to? And she went, she just sort of like rustled. She went, oh, the, yeah, there is a bit of skin and fat in your leggings. And I was like, Ugh. skin and fat. Ugh. How dare you? I'm very thin. Ugh. 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 I was like, and my I leggings just, are a fucking KFC bargain I bucket know. right now. Skin and fat. I just, I just very, very <laughs> uncalmly said to her. Can you get rid of that, please? I I I can't take that home with me. Please, can you can you get rid of that woman, please? She was so kind. She was so lovely. She was like, it was like she was talking to a ten-year-old. She's like, you've been so brave. 
You've been really good. Like, really just this lovely woman called Lynn. She was really quick, really kind, very gentle with me. She chatted to me the whole way through and, you know, all of that. The one thing I will bristle against, um, because obviously you're going to chat about what's gone on with, you know, COVID. Has it been particularly bad? Blah, 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 blah. She was like, oh, I know some other departments have really, really struggled. She's like, but, you know, in minor injuries. And I, shit, you know, I went, sorry, excuse me. <laughs> sorry. Let's not do my nigga to service here. <laughs> I was like, for me, this is a major injury. This is not That's minor. A minor. You, this is not a minor injury. But, I mean, we were laughing about it. And she did, she, bless her, she did, went, no, sorry, excuse me, yes. In major injuries. I was like, yeah, that's more like it, Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so classic Lynn. classic Lynn such a babe but she um yeah everybody was really great and yeah I've got my stitches out next week and at the moment I'm just holed up in my living room not really going anywhere because it's basically it's on it goes from sort of like the top of my knee to the the sort of base it's right on the front so basically anytime I move my knee I feel like I'm ripping my own skin um, it horizontal, it's it's horizontal. My friend did say it looks like a fanny. That's nice. Yeah. Any scar's gonna look a bit like. A fanny. Well, that's exactly what he said again. I was like, well, then why point it out if they're all just gonna look like a fanny? Um, I can send you a picture if you like. Or hold on, should we do a live reaction? Ooh, yeah. Oh, you poor dear. Yeah. Fairly. Poor little love. Fairly looks like a. It doesn't look like a fanny there, but it does. There, I think, looks a bit fanny-ish. Just That's like with great. the top. Like a this bit. week on Scar or Fanny. <laughs> Definitely a scar. I don't know if anyone else would have had reacted as badly as... But I'm such a wimp. <laughs> like, I'm just... Well, pathetic. that leads me beautifully on. Do you want to hear yes, my knee I stitch do. story? Were you, I... were you brave? Yes, oh, I was. <laughs> I am not a wimp, but if anything, it was to my detriment because I did too much, and maybe if I'd whinged a bit more, uh, more people would have helped mm-hmm. me. <laughs> okay. So it was a couple of years ago now. I was at the place where I worked at the time in Southampton. Uh, I was walking up some stairs. I was going to go find the finance ladies for something. I was bringing them something, mm. and I just completely stacked it. Oh, Don't know, I, can't, gosh. I can't remember what happened. I just um the. I was really tired and my foot just missed the thing and I landed, I could have landed any which way, but the the at the bend of my knee landed right on the very sharp oh. corner of these stairs. Oh, no. So like and and I'm a heavy bitch, so all oh. of my weight oh. is going into the knee on this and you know when uh like office building stairs yeah, uh, yeah. Have, oh. have like a metal a metal ledge, oh. yeah. So it was that. And I did a proper, like, pathetic, like, ooh, as I fell. Oh, God, hate that, and, yeah. And I felt, and I just I sort of instinctually just sort of sprang up back up again, you know, like, oh, embarrassed. Yeah. And um, and I was just like, and I, I was focusing on the achy pain of, like, I've hurt myself. And I was like, oh, oh, fuck. Oh, chip, fuck, that really hurt. And so I collected myself a bit and I saw I'd, I, I could tell I'd cut myself, but I didn't investigate it too much. And I was wearing a, uh, a dress, so I'd ripped a massive hole in my tights. Oh, um, gosh. Um, so Should have been I wearing some of these peachy lean leggings. Not a problem with them. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now I know. Now I know. <laughs> okay, now peachy lean leggings if you want to get in touch and sponsor the podcast. Please don't um, They're very expensive, but clearly very worth the money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, so I. And I, I just. 
almost delirious, just like, I need to, I still need to deliver this thing. So mm. I went to finance and dropped the thing off. And I did, one of them said to me, like, you were white. You you look really white. And I'm like, yeah, oh, no, I just fell over on the stairs. Ha ha. <laughs> corridor. And then I went into a disabled loo. And I, I looked in the mirror and I did. I was white as a sheet. And I think, because I'm not very squeamish. And yeah. I do, sort of a bit like you, have this get up and go just attitude of like, everything's fine. So my brain was very much like, this is nothing to worry about. But my body was obviously having a reaction. Yeah. Did um, you experience I, a trauma, Charlotte? It was a trauma. It was a, it was ever a major trauma. injury. It was a trauma. And, uh, and so I was white as a sheet. And I was like, oh dear. Okay. So I sat down and I went uh, went to the toilet and it you know fucking disabled toilets the mirror will be in front yeah. of you as you're pissing. Oh gosh! But yeah. I used that opportunity to take my tights all the way down and have a look and I was like, <gasps> oh, there's blood fucking everywhere. It's fucking everywhere. The rip in the tights is much worse than I thought. It's all con- it's in the tights like congeals uh, uh, like uh. ladders. I'm sorry if anyone's screamish. Freud is having an absolute moment right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like. This is bad. So I, I sort of mopped myself up and just tried to do the best I could. Um, and, and then I just went back to work. <laughs> I just went back, I went back to my desk and just tapped away for a bit. But on my way back, I'd come across a lovely lady uh, who worked for the front house team. And she uh, was like, she could, she, she's like, she's a mum. You know, yeah. she's got that mum instinct. Mm. Although I don't think she was terribly older than me, but she was like, "There's something wrong with your vibrations, basically." There's something wrong with you, and I'm like, "Oh, just." And she looked and she was like, "Oh God, oh, are you all right?" She sort of went, "Do you need to go to the hospital?" And I was like, "No, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine." I'm just, I look, I sort of laughed. I'm like, "It looks fucking awful, but I'm fine. I've got stuff to do." BRP. And I went back to my <laughs> desk, and I wasn't feeling great. And I went, I, I went to the toilet again, and I had a proper look, and. Because uh, the blood had dried a bit, oh so I could, gosh, yeah, I, I could sort it out more and have a proper look. And basically, I was just like, and I, I saw it properly, and my whole body went, "Oh no!" Like my brain, my brain was fine, but my body went, "Nope," because there were things uh, that no, uh, there were things that were inside things. Uh, do you know what I mean? Oh, no, I don't, I don't. I'm like, I'm, it was just fat. It was just fat and tissue. But I was like, that is not meant to be seen by my eyes. Oh. That's not something that people are supposed to see. That, that's supposed to see, stay this, indoors. This reaction here is why is, uh, is I, my dad said. had to look at everything. I was like, I can't look. I can't, I'm not prepared for it. I just, bleh. Oh, I'm gosh. sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. This is the yin and yang. <laughs> so and I, I went back to find this woman and I was like, I'm really sorry to do this. <laughs> oh, the... God, so I was like, because, because, could you come to the toilet with me and look at this? Because I need to know if I'm, because it was also, it was quite a small wound. Like it was only about a mm. centimetre and a half, but it was very deep. And that's Ooh. what I was worried about. So I was like, could you just come and, and look and in your grown-up opinion do i need to go to to the hospital she came and had a look and she was like she she was obviously trying to not try to freak me out but she was like that's quite bad yeah and i was like okay that's great uh and i went and told my boss and she was fine and um and then it was 
was so bizarre that I was even thinking about this. But that evening, there were auditions for a musical, uh, sort of <gasps> musicals with my local society. Um, there was auditions for a musical that night, and I was and I was only going for a chorus part. But I was like, I really don't want to miss it. They could squeeze me in another time, but honestly, I'm like psyched up for it now. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm you're ready for it. For it. Um, and I was like, oh god. But this is like three in the afternoon, so I've got loads of time before that audition. Um, so I hobble over. There are two hospitals in Southampton. One is the big one, which is sort of in the sticks, and then there is like a diddy one in the centre of town. So I walked about fifteen minutes to this small hospital, and the wait time for to be seen by the A and E, like the walk in, was about like five hours. <gasps> And I had to make a decision. I'm like, I'm not going to get in and get out before this audition. <laughs> so I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go to the audition. <laughs> so. Hold on. So, no, no, no. So you had stuff on the outside that should have been on the inside, and you thought, <laughs> fuck it, I'm going to go dance. It wasn't going anywhere. Like, I, I think I got hold of some plasters from somewhere. So it was tidied up it was clean and i was like okay here's what i do i'm going to the shop buy myself a sandwich <laughs> i had to walk back to my car which is about another 20 minute walk um and then i go back to the car and i drove to where the auditions were and i ate the sandwich and i got through the auditions and i mean i've looked an absolute fucking state i can only imagine like my tights were clean technically but there was a huge fucking gaping hole in them and a massive plaster on my foot on my leg and um and everyone at the thing was just like are you all right and i'm like yeah i'm fine apart from to my one mate who i was like yeah i've really fucked up my leg i'm gonna go to a and e after this <laughs> she was like maybe you should go now and i'm like no i'm fine it's fine and so I went in, it's only a chorus audition, and it's not a dancing show, so literally all I have to do is go in, sing a few bars of song, and then I'm done. The whole thing takes less than an hour. I was like, excellent. They were like, do you want to stay to watch the other auditions? And I was like, no. And then I left, and I drove up the road to that town's hospital, and... Um, Sat in A and E for about five hours. Oh my god! Waiting to be seen, just slightly losing my mind. Barry on phone, almost dead. This is what happens when you don't have parents in the area. I told my boyfriend what was happening, but he works a million miles away, so nothing productive mm-hmm. is going to happen out of that. And he wouldn't have come and help me anyway, um, because he was working. So just sat there. I finished my book. Sat there for eight hundred <laughs> years. At about half past midnight, I got seen by someone. Um, there was this very handsome young uh, doctor, and he was like, and I was like, do you know what? I've sat here for so long now that maybe I should have just gone home. Maybe it's not that bad. And yeah. Like, no, I didn't. no, you only need a few stitches, but you do need them. And he was like, uh, but I don't know how to do anaesthetics. So I'm just going to go find someone else to do that. I could have a go at it. And I'm like, no, maybe you should go find someone um, or maybe it was the other way around. Maybe he could do the anaesthetic, but, but someone else needs to come and do the actual stitches. Yeah. Um, so I'm here, half delirious. There's these two quite handsome men, like, stitching me up. I can't remember what I said to them, but I know I was trying to be funny and it wasn't working because I was so tired. Yeah. Um, so I've got three stitches. They never told me, gave me any advice, really, apart from trying not to get it wet. Yeah. Make an appointment with your local nurse to have the 
things taken off in a couple of weeks, go on your way. And then, of course, I just had to go out into the car park and drive myself home. Oh gosh! And it was so, and you know, it was funny because my mate who was directing the play, um, I later that night I would have told him the truth, but he was busy mm-hmm. off being a director. And then a few the next time I saw him, he was like, Are "You limping?" And I'm like, "I told you, I told him what happened." And I was like, "Oh yeah, it was funny. I, I went to the Jekyll and Hyde auditions, and then um, and then went to A and E straight after." And he was like what the fuck? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, well, you got into the play. And I'm like, oh, that's good. <laughs> Can you imagine if I didn't? How fucking annoying. Priorities. But literally, God. I mean, it was Jacqueline Hyde, so like a gothic musical. Mm. And he was like, that's pretty hardcore. Like <laughs> doing your singing audition while literally bleeding out from the leg. Like that's quite. I feel quite like you should have been Hyde more sweetie Todd. Like it might have exactly, fit in more yeah. sweetie Todd, but. I mean, absolute props to you because, yeah. I mean, you know, one of my friends was being particularly kind to me this week when I when I told them the story and I was like, oh, I just I just went straight to panic. And she was like, it's because your dad was there because you had the option of your dad. Maybe, yeah. And I, I was like, right. I feel like you would have obviously if you're a squeamish person, you're a squeamish person. You can't mm. get around that. But you're very practical. So if you had to suck it up and sort it out, you'd have got yourself a taxi. And yeah. You'd have figured it out. Yeah, but it was just one of those where I was like, oh, I thought I was a bit more um, grown up than this, but obviously not. So how long how long did you have your stitches in for then? Because I've, I've got remember. mine, I think it's like 10 days. I feel like you were done a disservice by your sexy men. Maybe that's what it was. I didn't have also, sexy, but I had competence. You know? And like, and the wound, I'll send you a picture, is pretty... I mean, it's fine, but it's significant. And it's on my knee, which is already fat. So now I look like I've got, like, dimpled knees. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. which is pretty grim. Um, Because it did get wet. Uh, we only have a shower. And at the time, it didn't have a movable head. So there's no way of me showering around this fucking thing. Yeah. Um, I've been it doing... Pretty, it got pretty grotty. Cling the, film the, and um, brown yeah. tape dresses. and But then I just... I've not been clean... For five days, pretty much. Yeah. I don't think they did a very good job on it, to be honest, because they were quite loose. Oh, oh. Yeah, it was it was grotty. It was grotty. Oh. I do remember the day I had them taken out, though, was the same day I had a job interview. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> so it just so me... happened it was the same day. It just so happened it was the same day. So I was like, and you know, you, you're never mm. quite totally honest, are you, if you've got a job interview because you don't want to upset your manager. So I was like, um, I'm going to have the, I'm going to get my stitches taken out and I'm going to work from home for the rest of the day. Is that all right? <laughs> um, no, that's not true. I had to be in work for an event that evening. Oh, so I'm like, God. I'll work from home for the rest of the day and then I'll be in for the press night. So, um, so yeah, in the morning, went, got my stitches taken out, hopped on a train to London, did a job interview, it was really bad, and then came back and went to work. <laughs> That's a great story. I just love, I love the difference in attitude between us. <laughs> well, but I think there are flaws because really the the thing to do would be to keep a level head but still get help. But I mean, I don't know who I would have got to come sit with me. No. And I, I, I'd prefer to be on my own. You know, I don't want to make conversation with someone in a for five hours. That's hell. At least I could just finish my book. In other exciting information for listeners who probably won't yes. find it exciting at all we're gonna be seeing each other soon seeing are each we? other 14th of august yes we are yeah sorry in my head it's like june like oh, it's definitely july and i could i couldn't 
I was like, that's, that's fucking ages away. It's in August. Yeah, it's like less than a month. Um, yeah, literally, it's, it's yeah. a all month my, away yesterday. All my bridesmaids are all coming down. All We're getting, getting together. Meet getting each other. Together. Two worlds, one so family. Excited. Style. Yeah, me too. I don't know what I'm going to do. I thought about, because I'm pretty sure I've decided what wedding dress I'm getting, and it comes from a website. But... Like, should we still go and do the thing when yes. you go to the shop and try on yes, the Yes, we should do the thing. But then if that's the case, do I go to a shop that looks nice or do I go to the shop that my friend um, Bernadette got her wedding dress from uh, where they were acting like absolute dicks and fucked her around royally because then I don't feel guilty about the fact that we're taking up their time without spending any money. Well, no, not at all, because people can go to multiple different shops to find a dress. Yeah, that is true. So, yeah. not at all. You're not wasting anybody's time. You wouldn't go into H&M and apologise because you didn't find something in Topshop, you no. know? I'd never find anything in Topshop. No, I know, neither would what I. What fuck but... are you talking about? Thank you for listening to Misery Loves Company. If you have a tragic story of your own, we would love to hear from you. Uh, we're getting to the point now where we might have return guests, which is very exciting, and I'm looking forward I to having am... people back. Sorry to interrupt you, but I have got Mary on the motherfucking hook. We know what story she's going to be telling. Excellent. Mary, you be listening to this, so you're locked in, pal. Okay. You're 100% locked in. She's so locked in, because she's told me on more than one occasion that she's keen to do it. So Excellent. Excellent. We'll get a date booked in. Yes. But yeah, but you know, if, if you have been on the fence or thinking about it, this is the time. Come forward, let us know. And yeah, if you're embarrassed about your story, don't be selfish. Don't be selfish. <laughs> Do a good deed. I literally have a gash on my knee that looks like a gash, guys. Don't be embarrassed. We are this the vagina knee twins, okay? Yes. Like, it's fine. Yeah, we're Anyway, if that does tickle you pickle, you can get in touch with us at miserypodcast at gmail.com. Our intro music is Zombie Funk by Steve Poloni. And if you perverts want to follow us, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at miserylovescast. We've been Chardon and Freude. Which is also a word if nobody knew about it. It's on Coronation Street. It was on Coronation Street. We're so famous now. <laughs> Join again in a fortnight. You bring the company and we'll bring the misery. Hey up, Doc. Let's go down to Rovers. Absolutely horrific. Is Never that what do that saying? again. Coronation no. Street. Okay. Oh my oh, god, sorry. I'm stopping. I'm stopping. <laughs> <laughs>